Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for being here. So if you're new here, I just wanted to say welcome. Um, This is the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast and I am your host, Stephanie. I'm a business coach for nutritionists and I'm really excited that you're here. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here too. And I know this episode's going to be a really great one and deliver so much value to you. So I am really excited for today's episode because it's one that's been a long time coming. It's the number one question that I always get. And what we're going to talk about today is how to start your nutrition business while you're still a student. So while you're still in nutrition school, those steps that you can take to actually get started, a lot of them are free, easy ways you can start now. Some are planning for the future, but all in all, just really easy, simple ways for you to, you know, get kickstarted in your nutrition business. So the first thing I want to say is I would love it if you would share this episode with all of your nutrition friends um, who are either still in school or maybe just getting started in their business. I really feel like this is going to be a resource that's going to help so many people. So don't be shy. Share it around. Um, Please share the podcast as much as you can with others because that also helps other people to find my podcast too. And there are so many episodes for you to go through in the vault. So I'd really, really appreciate that. Also, I would love for you to use this episode as a resource to come back to over and over. So if you're just getting started in school and your business feels like such a long journey away, you can come back to this episode throughout your time in school and when you first graduate or anytime that you're building your business and you just need those fundamental steps to get started with, come back to this episode, listen as many times as you need. Okay, so let's get started and really just break down how to start your nutrition business as a student. But I wanted to start with actually sharing my journey um, to starting my own nutrition business. Because if you weren't aware, I'm also a registered holistic nutritionist. That's how I got into this field. I do now help nutritionists start their own businesses, but this all started because I had a lot of trouble starting my own nutrition business. So let me just give you a breakdown. So back in 2014, I graduated from the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. And when I was in school, I actually had no idea what I wanted to do with my business. I actually, (laughs) to be honest, didn't even think about it as a business opportunity. I was just there because I was trying to solve some of my own health issues. I had chronic migraines and digestion issues. And, you know, I was just soaking everything up in school and and not really thinking about the opportunities, you know, post-graduating and what I could do with my certification. So again, I wasn't even thinking about it like a business, which you know will you'll see in a little bit why that kind of hurt me a little bit in those first few years of starting my business because I didn't really have many things created so that when I you know was ready to open my doors I had a bit already there to put forward Um, so what I did do though was I had started an Instagram and 
again, with no kind of like marketing plan here, I just started it. I was posting mainly food pictures at the time and some recipes. I remember back in the day, I was trying out what I was learning in school. So I did an elimination diet. and was like chronicling the elimination diet on my Instagram. So if you want, you can always scroll all the way back and check that out. I'm at stephanielong.ca on Instagram. Um, and then I was also just sharing what I was learning about in school. So again, no strategy there, but I did start an Instagram and this was helpful for me, you know, post school because I did already have an account started. I probably didn't have that many followers at that point, but I, you know, again, because it was started, I wasn't starting from scratch when I graduated. So after I graduated and received my certification, um, the way that I really launched my business was I honestly just announced on social media. So at this time, Instagram, and I think my personal Facebook page, I didn't have any business page at this point. I just announced that I was now accepting clients. So I was pretty lucky that, you know, right away, what I decided to do was actually run a discount um, for my first few clients um, before I actually had any thing you know official in place for my business and because I had you know a good audience of friends and family um, I had a lot of people take me up on my offer but I do want to just tell you a little bit about what I did because I actually don't recommend doing it this way so for my first couple clients I think I think my first 10 clients, to be honest, I offered an initial consultation. So like a one hour session where we went over the client's health history and their health goals quite in depth. Um, So I did an initial consultation um, and then a health plan, a written health plan for them and a meal plan for 65 Canadian dollars. Now, at this point, I was just happy to make any money, but it wasn't until I started actually working with these clients, running the consults, spending hours, I'm talking hours and hours, creating their client health plans and their meal plans um, that I really soon realized that $65, you know, was not enough money to be making for this big package that I was giving them. So although I had a lot of people sign up and it was helpful to learn, you know, how to work with clients right out the bat, um, I really felt like I was trying to help everyone. And this was my first kind of foray into, okay, if I'm trying to help everyone with every health condition, I'm constantly having to reinvent the wheel and, you know, research so much. And this just isn't for me. So I really got a big reality check that even though my launch was, you know, quote unquote successful, cause I had clients, um, you know, it still took me a long time to build up my business after I got through these first set of clients. So it did honestly take me about a year to build up the foundation of my nutrition business. Um, You know, like getting my website ready, registering my business, doing all of the legalities and and fundamentals, um, creating a newsletter list, creating, you know, so many elements in my business I didn't have when I first graduated. And so this part felt super tough, super discouraging I remember this like year of building my business I think of it really fondly I had a really good colleague and friend Danielle who was also building her nutrition business and we would go to a cafe like every day of the week and spend hours and hours just like building this foundation and you know no money was coming in no clients were coming in I was spending a lot of time on my business but nothing was happening so again you know this just felt 
um, pretty discouraging to me. And it wasn't until like a year later, clients started to finally come in. And I tell you this because I want to teach you lots of ways today how to avoid doing what I did and actually have a really solid business created before you graduate um, so that you can bring on, you know, good paying clients right from the get go. So like I mentioned, I had a really good friend, um, you know, building her business beside me. And this was really my saving grace. This like helped me so much to have a, another newbie nutritionist beside me also starting their business because, um, you know, we were going through the same thing. So this, you know, is always something hands down that I say, find a friend, find a colleague, find someone in your class to, you know, be your buddy and go through this with because doing it by yourself is going to be really, really tough. And I don't want you to do that. So that was my journey. Again, everybody's is going to be different, but I did not think anything about the business throughout school and then was kind of like thrown to the wolves when I first graduated. So I want to actually talk to you about what you can do now to start your business while you're still in school and set yourself up for success. Um, a little different from what I actually did. And I know that this is going to help you really get ahead of the game. So I highly recommend starting now. So you're probably listening to this because you're in school or maybe you've just graduated, but wherever you are in the journey, start your business now so that when you're ready to graduate or open your doors, you have something built. You're not starting from scratch. And you also want to start now so that you begin building an audience because once we're ready to, you know, open those doors and say, now accepting nutrition clients, if you're not, if there's no one there to say that to, you have no audience, who is going to buy your offer? Who's going to work with you? And, and you know, I was pretty lucky. Like I said, I had friends and family sign up, but um, once I got through those people, there was no one. It was crickets. So, you know, building that audience up now is so, so key. This is also going to help you build up the confidence to put yourself out there, to really be visible. And, you know, confidence is probably the number one thing I hear a lot of new nutritionists saying that they don't have. And this is what's holding them back. They don't feel like they know enough. They don't know how to help clients. They're not sure how to get started. They don't want to put themselves out there and look silly. Uh, so if you can get in that mode of doing, going through those growing pains now um, and building up that confidence, when you're ready to launch the business, you're going to feel, you know, if not 100% confident, you're just going to feel much more confident than you probably do right now and that's all because you're going to practice and you're actually going to put yourself out there so that you know when there's more eyes on you um, you feel more prepared you feel more ready um, and then the best thing that I would say about starting your business now is that, you know, you're probably going to be creating content, whether this is on social media, we'll talk a little bit more about this in a bit. Um, maybe this is a blog, maybe this is just like chatting with other people in your community, you're going to be creating like a bank of content. Um, so you don't have to start from scratch when you graduate. And you can even, you know, repurpose some of this content, or at least you have something there that, you know, if you invite someone to let's say, check out your Instagram, they're not going to a blank page. There's already content there for them to binge and look through and see kind of what value you can bring to them. So I just wanted to lay that foundation and let you know that there's no better time than right now. And that doesn't mean you have to jump in, you know, 100% to building your business. You know, if you're still in school, that comes first, that's the priority. But even if you could put like an hour a week aside on your schedule to look at your business and go through and do some of the things we're going to talk about today, 
I would highly recommend that. Okay, so here are some ideas for what you can do while you're still in nutrition school and how you can put yourself out there. So the first thing that I want you to do is to start keeping track or start looking at what classes or topics that you're learning about that you really love and could see yourself specializing in after graduating. So essentially here, what I'm trying to help you do is find that focus for your business or a niche. And this is my, uh, this might be something you've heard about before, like having a niche is important. And I just want to echo that, especially if you're going to have an online nutrition business, this is very important. So, you know, kind of get on board now with knowing you're going to have to pick something to focus your business on and start looking at those classes or those workshops you're doing or those topics um, that you're learning about and really like defining what do I really love? What am I kind of like so excited to learn more about? And even right now, if that's like five different things, you know, write those five things down and then just kind of start looking at, you know, what would over time, what would you love to help people with? You know, maybe there's a topic you really love, but you can't see yourself working with clients with that topic. Um, so just keep track of this and really write this down. That's going to help as a strong foundation. The next thing I would recommend is if you're in a nutrition program like I was, I took Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. I know um, Institute of Holistic Nutrition and other uh, nutrition schools do this as well, but um, a lot of schools will do case studies. So throughout the program, you're actually practicing with, um, you know, practice clients and participants who are letting you do like a nutrition plan for them or a health plan for them um, kind of as practice. So what I would highly recommend is don't just do these case studies willy nilly, like don't just like find any random person. I would try to find case study participants who fit within your preferred niche or where you really can see yourself specializing so that you can get practice now working with these type of clients. Now your nutrition school might not let you do all of your case studies on this like health condition um, or this type of uh, participant or you know client, but if you can just, even get a few case studies on this topic that's really going to help and then you can start really thinking through you know if this was a real client how would I work with them from start to finish how would I solve their problem so that's great practice while you're in school the next thing I really want you to focus on, and this one is super important. I wish I did this more while I was in school. I did this a lot out of school, but in school would have made a huge difference. And that's to start networking with others in your class right now and start to talk about how you can support each other's businesses outside of school. So maybe that's making like a little study group where you, you know, connect um, on the school topic and then you also start talking about your business and how you can support one another. Maybe that's just like, having one person in the class be that go-to person and you're really kind of working in tandem together and really lifting each other's up um, but remembering that you know it's not about competition here it's really about community and building a strong community or strong referral network of other practitioners is key I promise you um, this is something I utilized a lot in my nutrition business and like I mentioned my friend Danielle who was also building her business that was something that really kept me going so find those people now is very important. Um, another way you can find more practitioners or more referrals or more of a community would be to attend networking events in your community. Yep, even as a student. Um, so start making those connections. So whether that's going to 
you know, a paid event that's like $20 where you get to network with other professionals. You know, hopefully they're more like health and wellness professionals because it would be nice to get those connections um, in your community. But even if it's a networking event with different businesses, you know, there's no harm in meeting a real estate agent or, you know, somebody that works as like in a different kind of business. Um, you know, they might have people in their life and in their circle that they can refer to you. So getting out, um, putting yourself out there, that's not only going to help with your confidence, but it's also going to help your business when you're ready to launch. And now if you want to go to these networking events, but you don't want to show up empty handed, you could actually just create a very simple business card on Canva, canva canva.com. That's a graphic design program that's free. They have lots of templates for business cards. And honestly, you could just put your name. You could even right now just at least put your personal email um, and just say like, nutrition student on there um, just so that they have a way to contact you if they know that once you launch they have people they could send your way Uh, and printing you know even a hundred or five hundred of those business cards 500 probably sounds like a lot but even 500 sometimes is only 20 30 dollars so again this might really help even though it's a small expense it might help you get clients in the future And then the last thing that I would recommend, something that I've seen some of the other newbie nutritionists in my community doing, or people still in school, are interning under another practicing nutritionist to gain experience in the profession. So actually, you know, reaching out to someone that you follow and, you know, um, either writing an email or writing like a social media message to them and saying like, hey, I absolutely love what you do. I would love to support you. Are you looking for some help? And offer to help for free so that you can gain some experience Um, and not only that will help like you grow your business and have a really strong business foundation when you're ready to launch but also really see the inner workings of someone else's business and be in a good position where perhaps they um, are going to become overrun with clients and they already know you and maybe they'll actually kind of take you on board mentor you and you can help their clients I know that actually happened to me I um, had a little bit of a relationship with a nutritionist when I first started and um, I actually ended up kind of working under her and paying her a referral fee to work with a lot of her clients Um, and that built up a lot of my business and if I didn't make that first connection and kind of get some mentorship under her that would have never happened so again interning even if even if it's for free right now it might not sound super desirable but you're going to learn so so much in doing so. So that's really what I would recommend while you're in school, like how to um, build that stronger foundation and utilize like the people around you and the networking um, and the other nutritionists that you could really pull from. Now let's talk about business foundation, because I know a lot of people in school, you know, want to grab or want to register their business, want to grab, you know, their website domain, their email. You want to get all of those like tangibles in place. And um, I'll just preface it by saying that's not wrong or bad. Like you can definitely register your business and do all those steps. Um, But if the finances aren't there for you to do that right now, I honestly wouldn't bother spending money on that yet. There's other things that we can do. Um, tangible things you know to build the business that's not these like foundational pieces Um, so if finances are tight what I would recommend doing is actually just making a list of what you need to do when you graduate and I'll give you that list in a second Um, but again if you have the finances there you can go ahead and check these all off right now so I'd recommend you know um, making a list with you know registering your business is going to be important down the road getting any licenses you need 
um, getting practice insurance, setting up your payment portals, uh, getting a professional email, etc. There are quite a few things in that business foundation checklist, uh, but those ones can help you get started. And then the last thing I would say for business foundations is you can start thinking about your branding. Um, so your branding would be like your colors, your fonts, you know, how you want your social media to look, how you want your photos to look, um, you know, like the photography either on your socials or on your website, um, fonts that you might like. So I would actually recommend browsing something like Pinterest and start pinning some colors, fonts, images, and other things that really resonate with you. And even if right now you're not sure what you want, just pin things that you're attracted to and things that you like. And you could even um, check out some other practitioners' websites and see what their brand looks like and then really look at what's resonating resonating with you and not resonating and then you can start pinning some images that kind of fit with those things that you really do enjoy. Okay, so social media. This is a question I get all the time. Should I start my social media accounts when I'm in school? And I'm actually going to say 100% yes, you should and you can, you know, there's nothing stopping you uh, from starting your social media accounts right now. So what I mean by this is setting up your accounts, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, we can talk about the different options in a second setting them up um, and then also having a profile picture across all of those platforms um, that is the same so using the same picture on instagram that you would on facebook and this is going to help with brand recognition now if you're thinking well i don't actually have photos yet so that's stopping me from you know creating my account you do not need a professional photo yet um, actually my photo on my instagram is a picture that i a selfie i took um, when i was doing my photo shoot so I had makeup on I looked a little bit nicer than the everyday um, but it was a selfie that I took so again I just used my smartphone so you can just take a clear picture of your face something that's you know close up enough that people can actually see you um, and that's what you can post on your profiles for now you can always add a professional photo later but definitely start that account now or those accounts now and then what I would um, suggest doing is take a little bit of time to do some market research and decide on which social media platforms you want to invest your time into. And actually to take it a step further, where are your potential clients actually spending their time? So you might not know this yet if you don't know where you want to specialize or what your niche is, um, but maybe you know that you want to work with women in their 20s. Um, you know, maybe considering something like Instagram or TikTok would be where you should be spending your time versus maybe not LinkedIn yet because maybe they're not in their profession or that's where they're spending their time. Um, so really think about where are those potential clients going to be. So it's not just about where you want to hang out. It's about where they're hanging out too. So I would say, you know, the most popular ones you're going to want to think about are Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok, and even Pinterest. So Pinterest, I know it's not really like social media. You can still potentially find clients on there by posting blog posts and other things like that. So you can even look at that platform and see if that might be a good strategy as well. 
Um, and then once you've created your profile on these platforms, I want you to actually update your bio. So most of these platforms have a little bio or about section. And I want you to state that you're a nutrition student because I know that a lot of people get caught up here. They're like, what do I put in the bio? Just be honest, say nutrition student. If you want, you could even say, you know, graduating in 2022 or whatever that grad date might be just to give some context. Um, and if you already know like your focus or niche uh, for what you want your business to be in the future, like maybe you're going to work with women's hormones, put that there now. Even if it changes in the future, at least it gives a reason for people to follow you and actually know what kind of content you're going to be creating. So there's, there's no harm putting that there. But again, if you have no idea, don't worry. Just put, you know, nutrition student, um, maybe like a little bit about yourself or um, let's say that you have a special interest in a specific diet like vegan or something like you could list that there um, and just you know give some context about who you are and why people should follow you so after you have this done I want you to start posting valuable content and what I mean by valuable is um, I wouldn't just post like you know friends and family and make it like a personal account at this point I would start posting you know 80% business so kind of whether you're using an old personal account and you're shifting it into a business account or this is truly like a new account that you're now creating uh, remember to like post valuable information so this could be um, what you're learning about in school so you know if you're going through um, a course on hormones like share about that or share about digestion or share about you know these like awesome things that you're learning. Um, I will say though, remember the level that people are probably at with their nutrition knowledge. So you might not be able to share like all the research you're learning about and the high level nutrition you're learning about. You might need to break it down and make it really applicable for people, um, but really share like exactly what you're learning. And I think people will really love that to begin with. I would also share behind the scenes of how you're applying what you're learning um, in your own life. So this might be like, let's say again, um, you're learning about digestion, you're hearing about how lemon water is really great, how digestive bitters are great, um, certain supplements that you can take, and maybe you, you've started working um, on yourself and trying out some of these things in your own life, share about that. So post behind the scenes and share how you're doing this in real time. That's the type of content people want to see. Um, you can also share recipes, you know, if you're in the kitchen making lots of food or doing client meal plans, um, like the case study meal plans, you can share about those. And then even the behind the scenes of starting to build your business. I think this is really great to start sharing. So if you're working on, um, some new content or maybe the behind the scenes of your website or you're setting up your business foundation share about that so that people see that you're actively creating a business and when you're ready to launch it they're not like whoa this came out of nowhere I thought this was free nutrition advice like show them that you're in this uh, process of building something bigger the next thing I want you to do when it comes to social media and you might not like this, but I promise you it's going to make a world of difference when you actually launch your business. And that is get comfortable on video right now. 
get comfortable on video. So that means putting yourself on video, talking on camera, even if you're not 100% confident to like show your face yet, even doing like audio um, on camera is going to really, really help you with the confidence. This is honestly one of the number one things I'm always hearing is I'm not comfortable on video or I'm not confident. And you know, newsflash, for most of us, none of us are confident or comfortable on video to begin with. And we just had to do it so many times that it then at some point felt natural. I know I was always like, oh my gosh, I sound ridiculous. I look ridiculous. Like I'm so like nervous. Like my friends and family see this. Like there's a lot of embarrassment there about it at the beginning. Um, but the more I did it and the more I realized, you know, this is for my business. This is for my livelihood. I'm more comfortable now and I can get on video um, and not feel super awkward like I used to, but it's only because I've done it over and over and over. So if you can get on video now, which I highly suggest you do, this is totally going to help to set you apart from other people who are also graduating around the same time as you um, is going to get you one step ahead and one step ahead of people who might have graduated a year ago and still are a bit nervous to put themselves out there and I promise you that you will build a stronger community and thus a stronger business by going on video and especially if you want an online business this is a huge component so I'm sorry to say but you know you can't really avoid it so you might as well get comfortable with it now and start practicing while your audience is is smaller right um why not practice when you only have you know 25 50 100 people in your audience versus down the road you might have a thousand or a couple thousand and imagine trying to start video then and even if that's you go ahead start the video now um but if you have a smaller account there's no better time than now to test this out Okay, the last thing I want you to do for social media is to do some market research on other practitioners' social media accounts. So you can maybe see a theme here. I'm telling you a lot to like check out what some other practitioners are doing. And honestly, this is really key. This is even what I teach my one-on-one -on -one clients is look at what other people are already doing. What kind of content are they sharing? What do you like about their content? What would you do differently? Um, you know, say, start saving some of these posts to refer back to when you're building out your business and your social media marketing plan and really look at what's out there already to see like, again, what do you like? What might you replicate or what might you um, draw some inspiration from? And what would you maybe want to stay away from? This is really giving you a sense of how you fit into the market um, by looking at what other people are doing. Now, if you have some imposter syndrome and then you start getting down this whole thing of, well, there's so many people already doing what I want to do, then I would suggest don't do the market research, you know, stop following some of these accounts, you know, go quiet on that end for a bit and just focus in on what you want and what you want to do. But if you feel the capacity to check out what other people are doing, it will be quite helpful at some point. So let's talk about website for a second. This is a piece I feel like you could get started on now while you're still in school. And um, there's a few different ways I think you could uh, approach this. So the first thing, just like I talked about, you know, doing some research on other practitioners' websites to see what you like, dislike, what you might do differently, taking a look at their branding, taking a look at their nutrition programs, really getting a good landscape for what's out there. Um, that's gonna help you. So when you go to sit down to create your own website, you already kind of have an idea of like what's already out there and what you might do differently. And then what I want you to do is start building out your website. 
Now, if you can afford it, you could actually go ahead and purchase your website domain right now. So your www. You could purchase that. I love hover.com to purchase a domain. Um, you could also use godaddy.com. It's totally up to you. But purchase that domain and start building out your website. Now, I love Squarespace for website platform to actually do like a do-it-yourself website. Um, I know there's also Wix, which I know some people love. Uh, WordPress, which I know is a little bit harder and more techy, but um, those are the ones that I hear most often and my favorite is Squarespace. So again, if you can afford it, you might as well sign up for an account, start building, like actually building your website um, on your website platform. Now, if you can't afford to start right now, and there's no reason that you need to, right? Like there's really two ways you could do this, you know, get started and actually create the thing or map out what it's gonna be when you have the finances to actually put the thing together. So if you're in that camp and you can't afford, you know, actually starting the website right now, um, I want you to start with creating your content. So mapping out, you know, actually you're like writing out on a piece of paper, your homepage even like kind of like getting creative and drawing out like what would it, what would your banner photo look like? What would the actual page layout look like? Um, and I want you to outline like who you want to help on there, uh, who you are. So like introducing yourself on that homepage, uh, the services that you're going to offer. So even just having like a little breakdown of like maybe it's like a one month program and a meal plan and, you know, kind of like mapping out how that might look on your homepage. And if you don't know this yet, uh, leave the section blank, right? Don't let that stop you. You can move on and, and continue to map out what that might look like. You can also include something like your Instagram feed or your social channels right on your homepage. And if you want an example of uh, what a good homepage looks like, you can check out my website, uh, stephanielong.ca, and you can kind of see how I have my banner photo, how I talk about um, my programs, how I kind of introduce myself and my journey, and then um, the podcast and some other pieces. And that's a more developed homepage. I did not start out with something that looked like that. I actually paid a designer to do my website earlier this year um, so we all start somewhere but just if you want to see like what a homepage could look like you can go check mine out so after you map out your homepage, I want you to map out your about page. So this is about you. And honestly, this is, I would say, one of the more important pages on your website because people really want to get to know you, you as the nutritionist, you as the person, your health story. And if you don't have a health story that brought you to nutrition, maybe it's like a family story. Um, if you feel comfortable, you can share that. Or if it's, again, you just love nutrition, talk that up, talk about why it's so important to you but what I would outline is what brought you to nutrition share your own health journey share that breaking point for a lot of us it was like things got so bad that we enrolled in school or we knew we had to do something different so for me it was like my migraines and my digestion was getting so so bad I felt like I had no energy that I was like okay this is it and I had to enroll in school so really outline that breaking point because that's what people relate to a lot of people are gonna look for your services when they're at their own breaking point um, and then outline why it's now your mission to help others, um, you know, and maybe what makes you different or how you help people really talk about, you know, why you love nutrition to begin with and why you think it would be helpful for them. So again, what brought you to nutrition, your health journey, your breaking point, your mission to help others. That's a really solid about page. 
The next page you can map out is your services page or your work with me page. Um, this is a very important page. I highly recommend always listing your services on your website. I've actually been to some nutritionist website where they don't say their services or they just say like click here to message me for more information. That's not going to convert so well and people aren't unless they love you and they're a raving fan. They're probably not going to reach out. Um, so have that outlined on a page. Uh, so again, if you're like nowhere near this, you can leave this page out till later. But if you're starting to already think about what kind of programs you might want to offer, um, start to map it out. And I highly recommend, you know, starting with one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching um, and only offering a few program options. I've seen the websites where there's like 10 different offerings and that is super overwhelming. So even three, like maybe there's a one-month program, a three-month program and custom meal plans. So it can be as simple as that. You don't need to overwhelm people. You can also create a uh, FAQ page, so frequently asked questions. You could start outlining this page with some of those questions that maybe family and friends are asking you about nutrition. You can search other nutritionist websites and see what uh, FAQs they have on their website. Um, but this isn't a necessary page that you have to have. But again, if you're just in the process of mapping out your business, this might even be nice for you to sit down and look at the questions you know people are going to be asking and have some answers ready. And then the last one I would recommend you do now um, is if you're thinking about writing something like a blog, maybe you enjoy writing, you know that you want to have a blog, um, consider starting that now. Consider just, you know, again, if you're not going to do the actual website right now and you're just more mapping out the content, just start writing a few blog posts. I would say if you can have three to five blog posts on your website when you're ready to launch, this is fantastic because then you're going to have content for people to actually um, binge when you launch your website. They can come, they can read a few of your blog posts, they can be really high value and people are already going to trust you and feel like you're the fit to, um, to work with them. If there's nothing on the website that really indicates, you know, how you know, or what your nutrition knowledge is and what you know, um, it might be a bit harder. So having a blog or having some piece of like value add on your website is really key. Um, and if you want to learn more about blogging and really listen and see if it's like um, the right thing for you and your business right now, I would check out the episode I did, um, episode 113, Blogging 101 for Your Nutrition Business with Lisa Klitsch. Um, I highly recommend this episode. Now, last but not least, uh, what I recommend you do while you're still a student and um, still kind of building your business in school would be to start an email list. So you might have heard email list before. You might have also heard like newsletter. Um, but basically, an email list is when you would gather people's emails, like your community's emails, um, and you'd have them all on a list. And then when you write an email to them, you send it to everybody. And the reason we want to actually, you know, uh, use an email provider, which we'll talk about in a second versus just kind of sending a uh, mass email to everyone from your Gmail account is that we want there to be an ability for people to opt out. So a newsletter is something where you're like creating value and you're giving information, but sometimes people aren't, you know, interested anymore or they're not ready to buy or maybe their inbox is too full and they just don't want to be on the list anymore so we need to give people a way to opt out of the list and you can't do that if you're just using your personal email account so what i highly suggest you do is well number one is consider starting the email list 
And then number two would be to use an email platform uh, like Flowdesk, which is my favorite, um, and you can create a free account to get started. So if you go to stephanielong.ca slash Flowdesk, that will actually get you set up with a free account. And then when you transfer, or if you transfer to a paid account, um, if you sign up through my link, you actually get 50% off your monthly, um, your monthly account. So definitely use that link and you might as well sign up for a free account and just start building that email list. So the first thing you're going to want to do is to create a simple freebie. Um, so a freebie is like a free guide. It can be like a free meal plan, a free download, a free workshop, um, something for free basically that you're going to give to someone in exchange for their email address. So I would suggest creating a simple freebie on canva.com. Earlier we talked about how Canva is like a graphic design program that you can use for free. They have lots of templates. If you just write um, in their search bar like freebie or lead magnet, um, that should come up with a template that you can actually use. And what you would do is create something very, very simple here. It could be like a three-day recipe bundle or three-day meal plan. And you could even pull from some of the recipes that you've done in your uh, client case studies so just pull those recipes and put them in like an, a nice looking document and send that out um, it could even be like a one pager that contains like your top five health tips um, you know just like super uh, broad but like good values like the five things you would recommend to anyone to do um, again it doesn't have to be complicated it's just not as likely for someone to give you their email if you're not offering them something of value so just creating something super super simple and then getting people signed up for that freebie so that you can start sending emails to your list now I would do even like a once a month email right now just to get in that mode of like writing something consistently and keeping in touch because if you get everybody's emails um, they're all excited to learn from you and they don't hear from you for you know six months until you launch your business you haven't really done a good job of like supporting those people that are there the people that have been like yes I'm a fan I want to learn more from you so even writing to them once a month um, and you could be writing like a roundup of what you're learning in school maybe the nutrition books or articles you're reading maybe nutrition podcasts you've been listening to simple nutrition tips like it does not have to be um, super complicated by any means it can just be you know even just a conversational email but something to keep them engaged so that when we're ready to launch your business and you say hey the doors are open um, you've actually warmed them up and you've got them excited for when that's about to happen and they're not like scratching their heads like who is this again who just popped into my inbox um, so you know once a month could be a great commitment for just building that email list um, again, if that's like too much for you to take on at this point, you can take this all with a grain of salt. Even just setting up your Flowdesk account is going to be step one. But if you have the space um, and the capacity to, you know, kind of take it a step further right now, you can uh, do this all for free, right? Setting up the account, creating the freebie, getting people on your email list, sending an email. That is all free stuff that you can be doing to build your business right now. And then what I would really recommend, especially as a student, is to put a disclaimer on your freebie or in your uh, 
emails that you're a nutrition student and that all information is intended for educational purposes only. Again, I know a lot of us get scared, like how much can I share when I'm a student? Am I allowed to write emails? Am I allowed to post these things? So I think, you know, just always err on the side of caution. And if you just say, you know, I'm a nutrition student, this is educational only, um, you've kind of saved your butt a little bit there. So those are my recommendations for starting that email list. So just to recap, we talked about uh, what you can do in school, like keeping track of those topics you're really loving, following nutritionists on social media, kind of to keep a pulse on what's happening, networking with others, perhaps even interning under another practitioner would help. And then we want to start looking at those business foundations, like registering your business, getting your licenses, your practice insurance, and either like taking a list or making a list of what needs to be done, or actually going ahead and doing those things if finances um, allow you to actually get those things in order. And then you can start looking at your branding. Uh, and then social media is a big piece you can get started on right now, starting your social media accounts, um, doing some market research to see what platforms you want to be on, and then starting with posting some valuable content and getting comfortable on video right now. And then we can start actually looking at your website and either actually building it out on a platform like Squarespace or another website building platform, or we can just map out, you know, your homepage, your about page, your services, your FAQ, your blog, etc., and actually have all that content ready. So when you're ready to actually build that website, you've got it, right? It's just going to be plug and play then. And then the last thing we talked about is building that email list um, so that you have that community of people there. You're sending them a really valuable freebie and maybe you're touching base with them once a month just to um, really kind of invite them in and keep them feeling like you're here for them and that when you're ready to launch the business, they already feel like they're part of your community. So that's a great place to start. So I think all of those pieces are super valuable. You know, you can even just get started with one and maybe once a month, you know, while you're in school just start on a new project so month one maybe you're just going to start networking month two maybe you're going to start with building social media um, or if you're more of the type who you want to jump right in go ahead you know this is your business this is your life so decide you know how much or how little you can take on and remember your business is not um, a sprint it's not about getting it done the fastest the quickest and then burning out this is a marathon. So don't take on too, too much. You know, don't spread yourself thin. Remember you're still in school. So there's always going to be time to do all of this, but really kind of look at where you can fit in some of these building block pieces now so that when you graduate, you're not completely starting from scratch. So I just wanted to remind you some of the things we talked about at the beginning um, and kind of a little pep talk for you is that I highly recommend starting now so that when you graduate, you're ready to open your doors and you don't have to start everything from scratch. Start now so you can begin building that audience and getting those raving fans already there. Um, this is also going to help you build confidence now uh, so that when you're ready to open those doors, you don't feel like a total newbie, like you feel like you have some experience. And then also, you'll also have some content already built out instead of having to start from scratch. So you can even, you know, repost some of this old content, reshare it, um, or it's just stuff for people to binge when you are finally putting yourself out there. It's not like you're starting from square one. 
Um, the next thing we talked about was getting a support system while you're growing your business because you don't have to do this alone. So whether that's like a nutritionist friend, a mentor, a business coach, whatever it is, I wish that I had really invested in more support when I first started because we don't need to build this business in isolation. So really lean on your people and your community to get this done. Now, the last thing I will say is if you are looking to get started, you want to you know, make this nutrition business really successful, but you don't want to do it alone and you don't want to waste time or spin your wheels trying to figure out every single piece by yourself. I really want to invite you to check out my program, Launch Your Nutrition Biz. So Launch Your Nutrition Biz is my signature online program to help you start your nutrition business and sign your first paying clients. So we're talking not just friends and family, like those first real clients. Uh, The program includes lessons on everything from finding your niche, working with clients, creating your nutrition programs, setting up your business foundations, and marketing your business. Honestly, this program has everything that I wish I had when I first started. And like I said, it took me a year to get going. This program would have saved me so much time, so, so much time. Um, And the best thing about it is that you get lifetime access to the program, meaning that you can join now as a student and start digging in as little or as much as you want right now. So you can just start kind of going through it, you know, picking pieces out and working on it a little bit. And then when you graduate, you could dive right in. You could dive right in right now. The program never goes away. You can access this forever. Um, So there's no reason to wait and join when you graduate. You might as well join now and start working away at the program. So it's really that simple. And I promise you that the hundreds of others in the program also are finding that this has been really, really helpful to help them grow their nutrition business. And like I said, if I had a program um, available to me like this when I graduated, I would have 100, 100% taken it. So if you're interested in learning more about the program, you can head on over to stephanielong.ca slash launch your nutrition biz to learn more. Now, thank you again so much for joining me for this episode. I hope that it's been super valuable for you if you're still a student or again, if you've graduated and you just needed that little reminder and pep talk. And I want to remind you to share this with a nutrition friend, spread this episode around. I would love for everyone to get this um, in their ears because, you know, it's very valuable information that I'm sure we all want to learn, you know, before we're ready to graduate and we just want to get our ducks in a row. So please share this with your friends. And if you want more value, valuable information about growing your nutrition business be sure to hit subscribe listen to the podcast we have a new episode coming out every wednesday and there's also a vault of over 120 episodes there for you to listen to now to help you grow your nutrition business so thanks again for coming and listening and i will see you in the next episode thanks for listening in if you like this episode feel free to leave us a review share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.